Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4patriots, the number 4, patriots.com slash on the right. Time to talk about politics with our friend Mark Caputo, formerly of the Herald and Politico, now a national political reporter for NBC News. You can follow him on Twitter, by the way, at Mark A. Caputo. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Jimmy. How are you? I'm doing well. Well, the president was in South Florida this uh, this past week, uh, uh, stumping with Charlie Crist and Val Demings. Anything about his appearance that stuck out to you with significance in mind, beside the fact that he went to Delaware State, apparently? I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> well, um, you got me, Jimmy. You got, I did not get. I did not war game for that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What stuck What stuck out of my mind was actually Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the congresswoman and former DNC leader. At one point, she had to chastise the crowd for not being excited. Say, come on, the president's here. Get excited. I think that's really emblematic of the problem that Democrats have. They're flat on their backs. They're not excited. They're not really showing up. Republicans are doing. I haven't checked the latest numbers because it seesawed back and forth between a few hundred ballots either way. But at one point or a few points yesterday in Miami-Dade County, the largest county in the state, one where Democrats outnumber registered Republicans, registered Republicans had cast more combined early vote, in-person vote ballots and absentee ballots than Democrats. What does that tell you? It's a sign of intensity, and it's a a sign of a total wipeout that Democrats are facing. If Ron DeSantis winds up winning Miami-Dade County and Marco Rubio does, it's just going to be an ugly night for Democrats and a great night for Republicans. Yeah, I don't don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, And and last night, look, I I don't understand the philosophy. You know what I mean? I mean... you know, hours before Jerome Powell comes out and talks about it, ra- it raises interest rates and says we're going to continue to do this. And then Joe goes and has a nationally televised speech and doesn't talk about the economy, doesn't talk about inflation, doesn't talk about interest rates. Doesn't It just it doesn't make any sense to me. I well, mean, I think it makes sense in two regards. One, I see this as kind of more of a 2024 speech for Biden, just to kind of talk about. I'm not sure he's really paying as much attention to the 2022 elections as perhaps his visit to Miami-Dade County would suggest. Secondly, there's an irony for those of us like me who covered the Biden campaign as early as 2019. At that point, progressives, the, the left of the Democratic Party, had predicted that there was no way that Joe Biden could become their nominee. And this was a common view held on Twitter, which skews pretty hard left. And the Biden campaign and its consultants used to tell us something, which is smart. Twitter is not real life. The interesting, ironic evolution is that the Biden administration and its national campaign, which is not yet an official campaign, have totally embraced Twitter and taken its cues from uh, the left in the regard of it talking kind of constantly about this matter. Now, that's not to downplay the importance 
of democracy, and not to downplay how bad January 6th was and the former president's culpability in whipping up people who wound up sacking the Capitol. But to your point, people are concerned about the economy. They're concerned about inflation. And there are other voices on the left who have told Joe Biden, make this about big corporations. Make this about Enron, or better said, Exxon, having mm. record profits, oil companies, record profits, while you're paying a record amount of the pump. Make it about them jacking up the prices and causing inflation so that green fat cats can make money in the stock market can do really well. He's ignored that so far. I mean, he's done a little, but to your point, it's not necessarily something that's going to move the needle here in 2022. No, Maybe it will, heading into 2024. Yeah. Uh, look, there's, there's so much there. I mean, uh, two years ago, Exxon lost $20 billion. Um, if you recall, uh, and it, those prices are not set by the oil companies they are set by commodities traders. And I don't know what people don't get about that, but it's an economic element. And we're just talking about what the le- what some quarters of the left want them to make. As yeah. Well, they, they couldn't I mean, make, between the two. Like could, if you were sitting in those meetings, what would you say? Would you say, Hey, yeah, let's give a speech about January 6th. Or would you get, or, you know, some, some crazy person attacking Paul Pelosi with a hammer. Or, hey, let, let's, let's go after the corporations. Let's have an anti-corporate speech and a little guy speech. Also, let's attack the Fed for raising interest rates because they're worried that our wages are rising as workers. I would, like, I, would, I, I would do what Bill Clinton did and say, I feel your pain, America. I understand what, what, you know, what, what you're going through because I went through it, too, when I was uh, you know, in the 70s and all that. I, 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 would, I would try to get some empathy going, but that's, you know. Well, that's, and by the way, that's Biden's superpower, or it was for a long time. Yeah. He, he, he's an empath. He was able to kind of communicate that. But at a certain point, you know, when you're a president, when you're a pres- presidential candidate, you're also kind of held hostage to your campaign's messaging and the, the consultants and advisors around you. And this is the course they've decided to take. Yeah. Uh, now, we'll have to see how well this plays out nationwide. But the best available evidence is that not only is it going to be a bloodbath in Florida, for uh, Democrats with uh, Republicans uh, holding the knife, so to speak. Uh, it's looking like it's shaping up to be a pretty good Republican year nationwide. They, um, you know, the, the betting odds are that it looks more likely than not that Republicans might take the Senate now. Yeah. So we'll see how that shakes out because there's a lot, there's a lot of unpredictability built into those various Senate yeah, races, there Arizona, are, there, Georgia, and the like. There are. Well, speaking of that, all right. Put on your uh, your uh, your cap and tell us what you think is going to happen. What happens next next week? <laughs> I, I, my best thinking cap, I'll just stick to Florida. You know, big win by DeSantis, a smaller big win by Rubio. Um, I could see I could see no change of hands in the the Senate. That is, I could see Nevada flipping to the Republican side, but Pennsylvania flipping to the Democratic side. Right, which would be no change. Right. Now, if some of these other polls are right, and Tony Fabrizio, the, one of the top, if not the top pollster in the nation, who's a Republican pollster, works for Trump, he was saying on Twitter the other day, he, he thinks that Republicans could, could wind up with as many as 54 seats mm. after Tuesday. That seems kind of high to me. Uh, I will defer to me, him. Yeah, me too. But there are very few Democrats who are predicting that they're going to expand their margin on Tuesday night. That yeah. tells you something. Yeah, it sure does. Hey, Mark, thanks. Always a pleasure. We'll talk next time we talk. Uh, we will have some results. I don't know if we'll have all of them, but we'll have some of the results in, so we'll figure out what's... We'll see. Yeah, Pennsylvania will still be counting uh, ballots with their fingers, you know. Yeah, and Georgia will have to remove uh, uh, or, you know, things. Around. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about it next week. All right, thanks. All right, man. See you. Bye.